Swimsuit? Check. Sunscreen? Check. Phone charger? Check. Don't forget to pack the 5-Hour Energy. It fits great in a pocket or carry-on, and the alert feeling will help you arrive ready for anything. Now get 20% off when you use code 5HETRAVEL at 5HourEnergy.com. Expires April 30th. One-time use only. Not valid with other discounts. Remember, visit 5HourEnergy.com and use code 5HETRAVEL to save 20%. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. You straight up cuckooed that dude, bro. Oh my god. You've got all your Charger gear on because you're feeling fresh as hell. Well, you guys better enjoy it. You have to love what you're seeing on tape if you're a Chargers fan, especially for the future with Justin Herbert. On the move and throws and touchdown. Players, coaches, staff, fans, together we can create something truly special. Stay tuned for some good content. <laughs> good afternoon, everybody. Welcome back to the Charger Chat. I'm your co-host, Wooldog, sitting with my buddy. Kev Huggin' Duggin. What's up, Bulldog? How you doing, my man? I'm doing good, buddy. Good. All right. Well, folks, you are, I can already hear you going, where's Kyle the Coach Duggan? He'll be here. Just hang on. Yeah, yeah. He's coming. <laughs> he's, he's, he's on his way. He's got he some sick kids and he's... Sick kids, busy Monday. I mean... He's, he's, he's a kind of a big deal from what I'm told. I don't believe I don't know how most of it, it, but yeah, yeah. I don't know how he does it. I, I would I would just give up, but that's not Kyle. Kyle he's, perseveres and pushes through. He's coming. <laughs> he's a coming. So uh, we will get him on here later. But uh, obviously, folks, lots to talk about. There's been a lot. Finally, again, a situation where news happens and we right. get a chance to talk about it. Oh, right when right before we have an episode, you I'm like, oh, love thank to you. see it. <laughs> but. We will get to all of that here shortly, but as to let you all know, we've got a Craig experience lined up and an Ask Bull fam. There's quite a few questions that Ask Bull fam for the offseason, so I'm looking forward to it. So let's start off at the top here because NFL is over for now. It's done. We're in the offseason. We're deep in the offseason, and we're all clamoring for something to hold on to that's shaped like a football. <laughs> A yeah. football-sized raft in this sea of off-season. There's a hole in my heart that's football-shaped. Yes. <laughs> so we fill it with uh, something called the XFL. Now, for those of you that haven't been around for a long time, the XFL, Kevin and I can recall, it was like... Old school. It was like early school. 2000s. It was like arena football, but with like wrestlers, like the WWE it got was, involved somehow. It there was, was like cameras on the field with the players. The back yeah. the original stuff was so gimmicky and dumb. It and was crazy. more silly than anything. Yeah. And it was just like, I guess it's football, but you're because it's so silly, you don't have a lot of stake in it. So it's like, eh, yeah. I don't know. The XFL is back, folks. And it's pretty freaking 
cool for what they're like the fact the rock took it over it's they're kind of taking it more seriously and i'm kind of more invested in it now than the last iteration exactly so with excuse me with new ownership Ooh, i know yeah. that was like creeping up i'm like <laughs> stay down and I, couldn't have it. Like, <laughs> I gotta do it nice um so with the rock now involved money involved and with the xfl being a viable option for nfl to kind of pick players from uh, they're really taking it a lot more seriously. And in doing so, it's also kind of become a playground for them to be like, hey, let's try some new rules. Yeah, let's try out some new shit. Let's See try some sticks. stuff. Because like, what? Yeah. who cares? This isn't NFL. This is XFL. Like, we're going to we're gonna play like we want to win, but let's try some stuff out that might be on the table for the NFL to try in the future as well. So they can at least get a visual representation, not just have to picture it in their minds. Like, okay, well, if he's he's kicking from here and the players are here. I guess, I mean, that might work. So some of the things that they're trying is a new kickoff. Now, for those of you that haven't seen, uh, the it teams is yeah. crazy looking. When it, I first when you saw first it, see it like, you're just like, wait, why? Huh? Oh, huh? oh, okay. Yeah. So teams begin play five yards apart. Now, when you're looking at it, you still got the kicker kicking it from typically where they kick it and you still got a receiver typically receiving it where they normally receive it but instead of a team rushing down the field and you got guys in the back ready to try to block all the guys are just lined up five yards apart each team five yards apart kicking team at the opponent's 35 yard line return team at their own 30 just ready to just pop. ready to just boom so it's like it's you don't have that inertia running impact that has been causing some of the brain concerns that have happened yeah. with some of these previous players. Um, it's just a five yard boom. Let's hit, let's scrum. And the receiver's going to try to get the ball through. If he can, we'll find out, but yeah, it's an interesting thought. And I mean, what did you think about it? No, I thought it was cool. And the fact that, you know, they, they're basically just standing there waiting. It's like this, like 300 level showdown of like, yeah. let's go. They're like face to face. Like I, the, the it was kind of dynamic. And then they can't do shit until the receiver catches the ball. So the receiver catches the ball, and then all of a sudden it is just bedlam. Mm. Um, and I I enjoyed it. Like it's because football is kind of and the kickoffs are not what they used to be, dude. Because 90% of them are going out of the back of the end zone. Like there's True. no yeah, that's like the risk of it's not there. So this this was cool. I, I like that they're trying new stuff there. Cause and if it's you know implemented by the NFL at some point would be interesting for sure. This solves the the old noodle concern that the NFL's been dealing for with kickoffs, for kickoffs especially, yeah. Especially, yeah. Um one of the other things that we saw were instant replays and head coach may challenge one on-field ruling per game including those involving a foul or potential foul. Now this was something you were calling for yeah. when we just, when we talked about it for the Super Bowl. I think this absolutely should happen. Like you can only you only get one of them, and they're probably not going to be used every game. But no, it's got to be not. it's got to be very. It just gives you the back pocket, especially as a fan. Just like you see something on TV that is just egregious, you know something can be done about it. It's mm -hmm. not like all right, well the book's closed on that play. It's right. like all right, let's let's try this. Let's see let's see what we got. So right. the fact that they're testing it here, I think. NFL should take a little bit of notice. I guarantee they're watching. I mean, yeah. because it, it's an opportunity for them to, because if, if the fans aren't interested, there's no NFL, there's no game. And no. so um, it'll be interesting to see because they're not going to obviously do like a ticky tack, like 
penalty that's going to be like, okay, this is a game changing possible penalty that yeah. we want to make sure that we, you, that you, the ref got this right. And if you didn't, let's get it right. That's yeah. all there. That's all it is. And, um, in addition to that, the final ruling made by designated members of officiating department in central location. And that's cool because that's basically like they had there's a referee up in a booth that is watching all the camera angles. As it's there not like be. it's not like let's run out monitors to the the head ref on the field. Like that's not productive. Like install a new person and they're getting these decisions in and out in 30 seconds. It's like right. bam, 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 bam. Right. Just get the game right. Make sure it's right. And that might backfire on us as Charger fans or something doesn't go our way and gets returned, but the way things have been going, it's usually the flip where we get screwed by something. So yeah. I want to see that, see that adjustment. I think this is what they're doing there is pretty sweet. Right. And it can go both ways. It can happen for both teams. If we feel like it's happening to us or they feel like it's happening to them, it just allows an opportunity for a more well-called game. Sure. That's all that this is trying to do is and because when it's not well called, when we see the egregious plays, it's not fun because no. you feel like no matter what side you're on, you feel like either we didn't win it properly or something was taken from you. Well, and there's so much for the first one. It's like there's a little asterisk on it if you win, yeah. but then everyone else is like, you didn't win that game. It's like, well, let's solve this the real way. Let's make let's go back to the line of scrimmage right. and do another play and make this for real. Like I, right. I want that to be the case for the NFL. Please. Agreed. It's 2023, folks. We have the technology. Let's use it. We have Heat the power. Steak. Captain. All right. Yeah. Uh Q or coaching changes that have happened. I know you're all anxious for us to talk about the first one, but let's take it in the order that it came in. Yeah, because we were talking about first new quarterback coach. Who could it be now? <laughs> and uh, from Diana Rossini tweeted out the Chargers have hired Doug Neusmeyer as quarterback coach per source. Initially, everybody said, who the heck is that? And we've kindly reminded them that they was the Dallas quarterback coach. That yep. worked with Kellen Moore and came over with Kellen yep. after hiring him. So great. I mean, we talked about that, bringing over the QB coach from Dallas. Why not? Yeah. Um, and then from Chargers Wire, uh, from Gavin Borquez, Newsmeyer has been the Cowboys quarterback coach since 2020 after serving as the team's tight ends coach for two seasons. Uh, Newsmeyer's three years overseeing Dallas's quarterback, Dak Prescott, set a team record in touchdown passes, 37 and had five starters, including Cooper Rush, who went four and one in 2022. Yeah. He's pretty cool. It, it's interesting. And he's, you know, he's going to be the oldest on the staff by like 12 years or something. Is he really? How old yeah, is he? I think he's 52. Nice. So he's, you got a, a seasoned more, you know, a little more seasoned coach back there. And the fact that he made Dak Prescott look as good as he did, I'm curious what, you know, there's, he, it sounded like Newsomeyer could have gone and gotten an OC job. He was in the running for some of those across the league, but he decided to come work with Justin. Cause I think people see that. And if, if you do well, as opposed to the last coaches right. who don't have a job anymore, if you can do well with this quarterback who should do well for you, mm -hmm. you're going to get better opportunities quicker. So yeah, I think that's the case. Yeah. It, now knowing his age, there would be a concern of like, okay, well some like when we've talked about it for like possible OC candidates, like, okay, well if they're older, then the guy that you report to, how well are they going to do? Yeah. And since he's already got that rapport with Kellen Moore, there's not even a concern about like, oh, he's how old? No. You know, it's like. Yeah. And it's, it's, it's Kellen Moore bringing in like 
one of his guys. Because right now the staff right. is pretty much set. When this news came out, the staff was pretty much set. But you know, now that there's a new piece and they're keeping all the other position coaches, it sounds like unless something crazy happens soon, mm-hmm. this is just like, we're, we're here for Justin. Let's help Justin do what he needs to do. Cool. I'm all for it. Yeah. yeah Newsmeyer has an extensive history of coaching at the college level. He was Florida's offensive coordinator for three seasons before joining the Cowboys in 2018. Before that, he had offensive coordinator jobs at Michigan, Alabama, Washington State, and Fresno State. So, guy's been around. He's seen Seasons. a lot of stuff, and uh, he's here to be our QB coach for the foreseeable future. Love it. I'm all for it. Uh, let's see. Uh, this comes from Arnie Gordon, uh, Dreamer West AG on Twitter. Little fan insight on Little this. Little fan insightfulness. Thought this was cool. Said with the hiring of Kellen Moore as the offensive coordinator, Doug Neusmeyer, QB coach, uh, Justin Herbert now has three former quarterbacks as his coaches. So, yeah, Kellen Moore, coach Staley, Staley, and, and Neusmeyer. Neusmeyer. So pretty cool. Yeah, this is pretty. I thought that was cool. Cool, cool little insight. Thank you, Arnie. Yeah. Um, and then today, Bombshell. Monday, February twentieth. Yeah, we were looking at each other with dumbfounded faces going, I don't know what we're going to talk about today, but yeah, we're talking I mean, about the maybe. XFL for a long, we're going to go over all the, the rules, the rule book. For we're going to break down every the, game, every yeah. quarter and all the possible penalties that could have been turned over. But yeah, uh, turned out today, Adam Schefter tweeted out Chargers defensive coordinator Ronaldo Hill is leaving L.A. to reunite with Miami defensive coordinator Vic Fangio and become the Dolphins' defensive pass game coordinator per source. Hill was Fangio's top target, and out of respect to his former boss, Chargers head coach Brandon Staley allowed his defensive coordinator to leave L.A. for Miami. Did not see that coming. No. Then Tom Pelissaro tweeted out the Chargers' plan to promote Derek Ansley. To defensive coordinator and Tommy Donatel to secondary coach slash pass game coordinator per sources. Ronaldo Hill, who had been LA's DC for the past two years, is joining the Dolphin staff on a multi-year deal. So we didn't even get a chance to be like, okay, well now we get to try to figure out who's gonna be defensive coordinator. Boop, and done. It was like they it was like the stories were back to back. They had like maybe an hour apart between like it's almost Ronaldo like Hill's the- going to Miami and Derek Ansley's coming in <laughs> to fill Just in. Stepping, for, up. stepping it's all, up. It almost feels like this was like ready to go uh, to a certain extent. It does. Um, and since Kyle can't be here, we wanted him to at least, at the very least, Kyle, could He's you do a coach. us a favor? He's the defensive coordinator coach. Send us coach. a video of yeah. you talking about this because we need to know. So yeah. let's let's go to Kyle, who's giving his two cents. Coach Cam. All right, well, here we go. <laughs> the offseason has begun. I guess we're going to have an entirely new coaching staff, um, which is what I guess a lot of people wanted. Um, it'll be interesting to see the change, I think, with Derek Ansley. He was a DC at Tennessee, so he has some of that experience calling plays. Uh, it'll be ex- it'll be interesting to see what this like mutual relationship looks like. I, I still don't like it. I want the DC to call the plays. I want the head coach to be the head coach. So I'm hoping that's what we get towards, but it feels less likely now with kind of a 
last, not last minute, but this kind of change. Seems like Staley will still be pretty much in charge of calling plays. I was hoping that after a second year, like a third year in the system, that Ronaldo Hill would get more of a say and just Brandon Staley could just focus on being a head coach, but that's not likely now with this change. Um, I don't, it's not like an exciting move, I don't think. Um, hopefully it's a good one. A young guy, or not a young guy, but a guy that's hungry, hasn't had to held this position at the NFL level yet. Um, you know he's going to put in the work, so um, it'll be interesting to see. It's nice that there's still some cohesiveness. It seems like everyone talks about how everyone needs time to get used to Coach Staley's defense, um, and that would apply to coaches as well. So um, the more consistency, I think that that's a win from a consistency basis. Um, but I don't know. Yeah, I, I really, I guess we don't really know how much Ronaldo Hill was doing um, being a DC that doesn't call plays. So um, we'll see. I guess if this year goes a lot better, maybe... Ronaldo wasn't doing a whole lot of anything. Um, also interesting to think like why he was so excited to jump at a lesser position um, with the Dolphins and leave, a, like a, I would assume, a higher paying job and um, a higher position with the Chargers, why he was so quick to jump ship and go back with Vic. Um, I don't know. Kind of a, I'm still kind of undecided on the whole thing. Uh, I think we'll have to see how the season goes, but right off the bat, doesn't seem like it's like, a great thing, um, but I guess we'll see. All right. So Kyle's doesn't sound too sold. <laughs> He's on, on the it. fence. I the only thing like Ansley's great. I'm I'm excited. He's our new defensive coordinator. So I'm on the Ansley bandwagon. Let's go. Let's mm-hmm. coordinate the shit out of this. The only thing that stresses me out a little bit is the fact that he took Ronaldo Hiltz took a step back into a lesser position for another team. Like you don't always see that as the case. And I think that just shows Brandon Staley is the defensive coordinator of this team. And right. it's kind of like the Eric Bieniemy thing where he's like, I'm going to go. He's like, I want to call all the plays so much that I'm willing to go to Washington. That's how bad this right. is. You know, yeah. like, I feel like this is a similar, this is the defense version of that. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm, I'm, I don't like how that happened. I'm, I'm excited for, for Ansley though. Yeah, it reading it because you're when you read it, it's not that Chargers let Ronaldo Hill go or fired him or anything like that. It was he wanted to go to Miami, whatever whatever carrot Vic Fangio was dangling for Ronaldo Hill, that was big enough for him to be like, all right, I'm going to step down as defensive coordinator for the Chargers and go over to Miami. And as Kyle mentioned, it's like, okay, yeah, Brandon Staley's calling plays for defensive coordinator. And so it becomes an office space situation of like, so what would you say you, you do. do here? <laughs> yeah. And it, and I'm obviously there's got to be something that he's doing. He's not just standing there. He's not holding a clipboard and no, smiling for the course. cameras. He's like there's getting... more to the position than calling yeah. plays. But. Was that something that wasn't satisfying for him? Did he wanted to treat this as a possible stepping stone and move up somewhere? I don't know. Like, I don't know what, what was happening behind the scenes that would cause him to say the pastors over in Miami as the defensive back passing game coordinator are greener than where I am as defensive coordinator here for the LA chargers. Yeah. Um, so that part is kind of, it's just weird. I don't know if I'd say it's concerning. It's just weird. Um, and so now with Ansley coming up, um, what's interesting was, um, Tom Pelissaro tweeted out that the Chargers coach Brandon Staley wanted to find a way to promote Ansley and Donatel 
uh, who, two bright young coaches who were highly sought after in this hiring cycle. And when Hill got an opportunity to join Miami as their defensive back coach slash pass game coordinator, the timing lined up for everyone. So there was already a plan yeah. to find a way to get Ansley up. Um, it just seemed, I mean, who this could have been talked about for weeks. Like who knows how long this was already in the works. And it just so happened that on the day that he said, okay, I'm going to go to Miami that they were just like, well, we already got replacements lined up. Yeah. And, um, uh, and, and as Kyle mentioned, he, the Ansley's got previous experience being defensive coordinator, calling plays. Uh, how much is that going to matter when Brandon Staley's the one calling the plays as defensive coordinator? We'll see. I don't know. We'll, well see. And it's interesting too, because it's not like they brought in somebody new. So the Spanos are going to save a little money on payroll because they're getting one coach doing two duties that used to be split between two coaches. So DB coach and pass game coordinator now for Donatel. So I think that's kind of interesting. They didn't like go out and grab somebody new. It was like, okay, these guys right. fit. These guys are going to be able to handle these three positions. I'm not right. worried about it. So, right. um, I'm still a Staley guy. Staley, I trust. So let's absolutely, rock and roll. yeah. I think uh, it's if anything. It, what's funny is that I remember Staley saying that like this wasn't the end of the uh, coaching changes that we he were expecting to see, right? And and maybe he knew that Ronaldo Hill either wasn't happy or just wanted to go somewhere else where he could maybe feel more useful. I don't know. I don't know. It's wild. I'd love to um, ask him the questions and get a real yeah, answer. I would love to get an back, explanation. We're never yeah. going to get that. No, we never will. Um, it'll just be one of life's greatest mysteries. Mysteries. Um, Matt Zenitz uh, tweeted out the Los Angeles Chargers are hiring Georgia analyst Robert Mushamp as a quality control coach. Mushamp, a nephew of Will Mushamp and a former Auburn tight end, worked at Georgia in the last two years after two years at Tennessee. Some fresh blood. More, more young blood. More faces yeah. uh, for the Chargers coaching staff, which, uh, again, will be interesting to see how all of that pans out. It's, you know, like Kyle said, you know, it's not an exciting thing for Ansley to come up. Like, I'm rooting for him. Obviously, I want him to do a good job, but it was like hiring Kellen Moore. That's exciting. That's when you go like, okay, yeah, we know the Brit, the pedigree we're getting with Kellen Moore, uh, Derek Ansley. I don't you what? Okay, like it, still coach Staley's defense. Like, that's absolutely, the difference. yeah, that's the difference, right? And so Derek Ansley, who uh, was the uh, what? What was I can't remember what was his position DB coach. prior. He was the DB coach. Yeah. So it's not it, the positive, or at least the pros that I can see from this is that like, all right, well, the players already have some rapport yeah. with Ansley. It's an easy so it's, adjustment. This it's an easy adjustment. Yeah. Yeah. And like everyone says, like his, his complex is his defense is complex. Mm -hmm. So it's just, this is the easiest step you could make to just, just shuffle things around a little bit. But like, yeah. it's like that was the biggest hire was the offensive coordinator because Staley puts that all on him. That is your decision. You're making those calls, right? I am running this defense. So right. I, they're very, the, the fact that we have so little turnover, even though we have new coordinators, we have one new coordinator and one, you know, the and title's a little face, different on yeah. defense. Yeah. Right. And it's still one those guy guys still part of the locker cards. room. Yeah, right. exactly. Just a little <laughs> Sharpie. And just write, cross that out, scribble it in. <laughs> Defensive coordinator. Yeah. But we got or some DC, new, whatever you got to do. But we got some new faces. So that's good. Right. And we've got a new face over at Patreon, folks. Dude. Uh, I, I literally underhanded softball. I was setting you up for that. God bless you. You're welcome. Hey, take a swing. <laughs> Finally. Swing. Here, swing it. You ready? I'm going to throw it. 
Ah, it only took me 254 <laughs> episodes. Um, that's right, folks. Patreon.com slash charge chat. We need to shout out our newest patron, Andrew Ramsey. Welcome to the party. Bye. There you go. Let's go. Thank you so much uh, for joining us over at Patreon.com slash charge chat. Uh, feel free, folks, to go on over there and check out all the funny stuff that we've got. We have lots of plans this offseason. We want we were talking about it just before doing this episode. We want to make Patreon as good as it could possibly be for this offseason for you folks. Those of you that have joined, we want to make it an awesome, fun time. And so for those of you that haven't, know you are walking into an offseason where we have lots of big plans. For patreon.com slash charger chat. But if you don't want to go over there, that is all right. Please don't hey, okay. don't hang your head about it. You can go on over to chargerchat.com, check out all the cool stuff we've got over there. T-shirts, hoodies, and stickers. You can chat it up with other charger chatteers in our members section and ask questions and ask bolt fam. So go check out chargerchat.com. All right, folks, it's time to go on to the next segment. You know them, you love them. The Greg Experience. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Come on in, man. Kick your feet up. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Swimsuit? Check. Sunscreen? Check. Phone charger? Check. Don't forget to pack the 5-Hour Energy. It fits great in a pocket or carry-on, and the alert feeling will help you arrive ready for anything. Now get 20% off when you use code 5HETRAVEL at 5HourEnergy.com. Expires April 30th. One-time use only. Not valid with other discounts. Remember, visit 5HourEnergy.com and use code 5HETRAVEL to save 20%. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Oh. Great. Experience. Hello there. Make yourself at home. Got some stuff to talk about, right? Moving on. Yo. What's going on, good people? Welcome to another off-season edition. Ladies, gentlemen, boys, girls, cats, ducks, chickens, dogs, various other mammals, whoever's tuning in, I appreciate you. And welcome to, as I said before, another edition, off-season edition, of the Craig. 
experience. You haven't really heard from me since the Super Bowl. And I'm not going to dive too deeply in this. We all know what happened. But are any of us really surprised? In any of these high leverage uh, Chiefs games, I have this fun little game that I like to play, right? Where I try to predict around about the time down to the second of when I think the refs are going to step in and make some sort of call that alters the game in the Chiefs' favor. And I haven't been that far off the last couple times. This one, I thought we were going to skate. When they got down to like the last two minutes or so around about that time, whenever the passing offense, holding call, whatever it was, took place, I really just thought they were going to let them play it out. For the record, there was holding on that play. Uh, but I am not a proponent of making calls like that at those points in those types of games. Now, if you're going to abide by the letter, a letter, blah, blah, of the law, uh, on the very same play, literally in the same camera shot, depending on the angle, but I have a picture of it right here, just in case you want to take a look. There was a hands to the face call that was relatively egregious, in my opinion, uh, by Orlando Brown on Josh Sweat. It's in the same frame. But the refs, for some reason, just said the hell with that and decided they were going to go ahead and call the interference slash holding call, whatever it was. Again, don't remember exactly what it was, whatever. Uh, all I know is that it resulted in an automatic first down continuation of a drive for the Chiefs, which led to a game winning field goal. It's pretty sick at this point, but you might as well just strap yourselves in. Uh, I honestly do feel that the Chiefs are the new Patriots is what it is. So just deal with it, I guess. So you don't have to. Uh, but outside of that, moving on. In other Chargers news, out of the blue here, some uh, sort of kind of surprising news, just I guess, based on where we are to this point in the offseason. The fact that we are a few weeks removed, we saw some changes already. Uh, Derek Ainsley is your new defensive coordinator uh, in uh, place of Ronaldo Hill, who's moving on to Miami. And for some reason, the Chargers are becoming like this weird pipeline to the Dolphins. Keeping tabs on that for the next few years. You know, it's kind of like an Eagles thing, then to the Colts, and now like the Dolphins are being thrown into the fray. Really weird. Six degrees of separation thing. But speaking of six degrees of separation, Wooly. Ironically enough, the Chargers' new defensive coordinator actually played college ball with my best friend uh, at Troy in Alabama. Super, super weird connections there, but my life's full of them. So just add that one on to the docket. But I was a little, just slightly, not really confused, but thought about the timing of this. Just based on what happened last year, the way that the defense played throughout, the unevenness of it, and I figured that there would end up being a scapegoat. And being that Ronaldo Hill didn't call plays, just seemed like he would be the easy person out of the door because someone should have to, like, I guess, pay for some of the ineptitude on that side of the ball, uh, the inconsistent play, uh, particularly there in a that last game of the season playoffs against the Jaguars which we will not revisit in any great detail because uh, we have been tortured enough by that and I think we're all to the point of where we're starting to 
come to terms with it and getting through the recovery. But man, I don't know. Uh, there are some rumblings that some other teams were interested in Donatel, who uh, Ed's son, I believe it's Ed's son, who's being elevated to DB coach, passing game coordinator, which is what Ainsley was, DB coach, not passing game coordinator. But, you know, moving up the chain. And so as a way to maintain some continuity and keep these guys on the roster, I'm sorry, a part of the organization and the staff, they let Ronaldo walk. And now he's getting to play under Vic Fangio. Sorry, play. See, getting coaches and staff all jumbled up there. Whatever, pay me no mind. Back under Vic. So uh, another Daniel Miyagi situation. Hope for the best for him. Uh, maybe he gets to have a little bit more input defensively over there. I really don't know how that works because literally if you're going to the teacher who uh, the coach that you worked for previously was mentored by and you didn't get the call plays for that coach and you're going to essentially uh, the teacher of teachers of the defense, then I'm not sure what you're going to do there, but Again, hope the best for him, whatever happens. Maybe some sort of mentorship thing where Vic coaches for a few years and then uh, he'll get to take over. We shall see. His deal. But uh, I digress. Back to the charges. Now you've seen position changes. See, I did it again. Coaching changes on both the offensive, OC, defensive side of the ball, which is a pretty big deal. So uh, not sure how much action you're going to see in free agency in regards to players, but the coaching staff is getting mixed up a bit. It was kind of like flip-flop job last season. Kind of had the coaching continuity last year, kind of, sort of, but new players, uh, charges, roster, uh, looked very different going into this season. Some bigger names. Probably not going to be much of that going on this uh, offseason due to the cap situation. And I do not envy Ed McGuire because, man, as much as we've lauded that man for the great job that he's done, he is in for one these next couple of months. But if anyone can pull it off, in Ed, I trust. But yeah, once again, glad that's not my gig. They put that man in a bit of a pickle. <clears throat> so just kind of piggybacking off of that. Yeah, free agency might be a little boring because it's going to be mainly about, I believe, uh, retaining some of your core guys and seeing about restructuring some other cats on the roster to see if you can keep some others around and not necessarily having to cut some of uh, the key pieces of your team, particularly on the offensive side of the ball with uh, a one very important wide receiver whose presence is always felt when he's not on the field. And uh, last season was a direct indication of that. Y'all know who I'm talking about, Keenan Allen. Man, I'm not going to delve too deeply into that because we'll just see how this all plays out. I don't want to imagine a world where Keenan Allen is not uh, a part of the Chargers, but have to be realistic. You know, if I'm nothing else, I am that. There's a very real chance that that could happen. Do I think it's going to happen ultimately? No. But then it brings the question up of, well, if you're going to keep him, what do you change? Hmm. Should be fun. Like I said before, Ed, feel for your dog, but that's why you get paid the big bucks, I guess. But outside of that, that's pretty much all I got for you guys. Uh, coming up over the course of the next few weeks, we'll get into deep diving, 
draft prospects, and I'm going to do it a little bit differently this year. Uh, you'll see what I mean as we go along, but I think we can condense some stuff down here as opposed to doing just like all in out rankings of players that the Chargers won't have a shot at, probably wouldn't draft if they had the opportunity anyway. And uh, maneuver around that to some more concise evaluations of players uh, and cats that have a real opportunity of being on this squad going into next season. But uh, until then, I appreciate you guys. And I didn't even do the proper greeting again. You see what all this offseason stuff does? It throws me off my game. So salute to you all and to the CC game, of course. I appreciate you. And I will catch y'all on the next one. Until then, take it easy. K, love you, bye. Well, it's a small world, isn't it? That uh, we've got our very own Craig having some six degrees of separation with our new defensive coordinator. I pretty, know. It's exciting. Pretty interesting. Yeah, I'm excited. Uh, Hopefully we'll get a little more insight from him throughout the year. And maybe he'll get a little, some tidbits, some, yeah. uh, some, some crackers some yeah throw some throw a friend request out craig on, yeah. on facebook see if uh see if mr ansley bites yeah. but um yeah boy i do not envy uh mcguire mr mcguire yeah that's gonna be that really is just it i don't even want to think about it like it's gonna be it's happens, gonna be happens. dude just we need to prepare ourselves there's gonna be some cuts that you're gonna be like oh shit like that yeah. sucks um i do not think it's gonna be keenan allen i don't i don't, I don't think you i think that's just so stupid um with <laughs> what justin needs you're building everything around justin and you take away one of his best weapons one of his most important go-to guys that just doesn't make sense right. i think you're gonna see it in other places and then you're gonna have to have some rookies step up or you're gonna have some guys come in that are they're a lot cheaper than right. uh, than a contract that they might get otherwise so yeah it's gonna be it's gonna be an interesting offseason like craig said it's gonna be more about I mean, we've seen a, a lot of coaching changes, but not. I don't think we will see much free agency moves. It'll probably be pretty quiet. If there is a splash, it's going to catch us all off guard because yeah. it's going to be like, okay, wait, with what money are you splashing? I think this if pot? anything, you'll be like a trade. <laughs> like you'll get a you'll get a that would be interesting, like a player finally. trade. Yeah, to see some trades with Mister Tommy T. Yeah, like, um, if you're going to see something crazy. I think that's kind of the world you're going to live in. We will have to wait and see, but uh, Craig, thank you as always for another awesome Craig experience. And I'm excited to his draft uh, for his draft. Um, I am prep, too. So. I, he really, really teased that as far as doing something different. So Craig, we cannot wait to see what that is. Thank you. Uh, and now, folks, it is time to go on to ask both fam. Can we get Kyle the coach Duggan? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> find out on the other side of this intro but son of a gun we're gonna try <laughs> let's go let's go <laughs> time to put your money where your mouth is oh, hi guys go jam a thumb up his bottle that's what you do i wet myself in excitement oh so hungry your thoughts are like totally appreciated <laughs> catch you later dude okay, love you, boy. jesus if you're there Please bring Kyle to coach Duggan back. He's here. Open your eyes. <gasps> He's here. <laughs> Kyle. Oh, thank you, Jeebus. <laughs> we were we were like making bets at the beginning and like just like Kyle, he's he's gonna do everything he can. And 
And literally right before we segue this, we'll see on the other side of the intro. (laughs) And he's here. I I don't think Kevin thought I was actually going to be able to come on. Like, give me like an actual percentage of what you thought the chance of me coming on here was. I thought honestly maybe like a fifteen. Whenever you hear puke in child, it's usually you're not. Things are not looking good. Right. So the fact really, you're the here, ball you're is just champ. the ball is just not in my it's not in my court at that no. point. You know, it's really up to chance. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's in God's hands. It's in God's hands. But, uh, Luckily, the little tyke made a turn for the better and he's God. sleeping restfully. Awesome. Good well, time. you made it just in time. It's time for Ask Bull Fam. And oh, my favorite. Boy, yeah. we are we are officially in the off season. There are some Weird ass questions we've got in here. I hope you're ready. Lock in. Let's go. Start it off at the top uh, with Bolt Up Cat. Patreon shout out. Yay. Bolt Up Cat. Yay. Who asked the question In the spirit of Valentine's Day, who was your favorite Chargers bromance, past, present, or future? I'll go first. I feel like Keenan Allen and Mike Dubs hang out on and off the field. They support each other on getting wide open and also on the getting past the windmill for a bro date on the miniature golf course. Am I right, right, everybody? All right. Okay. This next part is not in the spirit of love, but I loathe the Chiefs. Also, I'd like to dedicate this song, ABCDEFU, to the Chiefs. Here we go. A, B, C, D, E, F, U, and your squad, and your refs, and your job, an Arrowhead <laughs> Stadium, and your brother Jackson, f*** you, and your fans <laughs> that I'll see next season, everybody but Kelsey's mom, you can all f*** off. <laughs> it's a real song, I promise. Hey, love you, bye. Well done. Okay. Well, well thank you, yeah. Bolt of Cat, for an awesome <laughs> song to take us <laughs> I out. I love songs. Um, all right. So, favorite Chargers bromance, past, present, or future? It's, go, go ahead, Kyle. You're new to the podcast, so go ahead. No, dude, I feel like <laughs> I haven't... I haven't warmed up. Warm up. I haven't now. My brain is not functioning on a creative level. Okay, right we'll now. give you a second to stretch. Yeah. Activate. Um, I'll I'll say the one that is the, one of the most classic of all time. It's got to be yes. Phil Rivers and Antonio Gates. Like that's yeah. the ultimate in bro bromance technology. Like sure. they're they yeah. score all the time. Yeah. They are finishing the date with a score. <laughs> and that's the the sign of a good Valentine. Absolutely. Got a score. Got a score. Got a score. I like it. What you got, Kyle? You activated yet? We can go down. No, Wooly, you're ready. You're ready. I can <laughs> okay. tell. He's, um, he'll be activated. He'll be ready soon. I don't even necessarily... It's funny. You you say Philip Rivers and Antonio Gates. I say Philip Rivers and Charlie Whitehurst. <laughs> quarterback. Q on QB action. I, I think that's, that's the bromance. I think in the same sense that we see Justin Herbert and Easton yeah, Stick Chase, and yeah. Chase Daniel... I think Philip Rivers and Charlie Whitehurst, I think that that was there was a bit of a bromance there of guys looking out for each other. Yeah, but Gates was, you know, catches all the balls. You know? Gates had all the glory. I'm not yeah. taking anything Their away from, from your on-field bromance answer. was 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 good. <laughs> when, when the lights it was were the, the brightest. <laughs> yeah. Away from prying eyes. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. The behind <laughs> doors Rivers bromance. And Charlie Whitehurst. <laughs> the meeting room romance. Yeah. Coffee. Yeah, yeah, the 
the water cooler romance that the was glances Charlie with, from yeah. across the room. Yeah. The slight nods. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Very nice. <laughs> All right. You got one, Kyle? Oh, man, I don't know. This is hard. It's, it really is like my, I have not warmed up. My brain is yeah. not firing on all cylinders right now. Well, who who's the two that, uh, I know they don't have the greatest things to say about the Chargers, but it's uh, Danny Woodhead and who's the other one that hosts that podcast? Oh, Slauson. Yeah, I don't like Slauson. their, bro- yeah, I don't like their bromance at all. Oh, um, no, they don't. No, they're Charger haters, dude. That's... Well, no, but I mean, like, they're friends. They're bromantically yeah. involved. They're, I mean, yeah, they're a <laughs> couple of Nebraska boys, but yeah. No, I think um, Braden Fajoko and anyone else on the team. I feel like he just has a bromance with everyone <laughs> yeah. on the whole team. Yeah. I like like everyone yes. loves teasing him or like joking with them. Yeah. That's just Braden Fajoko and anybody on the team. <laughs> sure. the blank. Yeah. He's the team bicycle. Everybody's had a ride. Um, <laughs> God. <laughs> Bolt up, cat. Thank you ring, for ring. asking the question. <laughs> Let's move it on now to Ma Iorbas. Certified Fresh. Who asked the question? Why did Frederick Fraud Holmes fake his injury during the Super Bowl? <sighs> to win? I don't, I don't think know. he saw. <laughs> I think he he was all about that MVP, that MVP award. In order to win oh, the big yeah. coveted award, you got to tell a story. You got to <laughs> have the underdog couldn't do it. We weren't even expected to make the playoffs kind yeah. of energy and oh, just slowly. Man. Oh, he persevered through all the pain, all of the limping, all of the whining. It's a good what take. A champion. That is, that's what it takes to be an MVP. That's a good take. Mm-hmm. I, I kind of buy it. I think he's just really, really soft. I think he just sucks. <laughs> he's just a dumb person. And he <laughs> like, he was like, oh, a little melodramatic. Don't, yeah. it's not my fault. Look, I'm hurt. That's really how I felt. Hmm. Did you sucked. guys, did you guys see the, uh, the, there's an edit of, uh, Mahomes on some talk show after the Super Bowl and it's like a hard cut to Kenny Powers. Oh yeah. Oh, did yes. you see that? Their yes. voices it's are the good. same. Yeah. Oh my God. That made it's me laugh It's pretty so perfect. Hard. Yeah. They have the same hair. They, they're, it's the same person. The same stupid. Right. You close your eyes. You don't hear the same energy. exact thing. <laughs> yeah. And one of them's making a joke of it and the other one is himself. Dead yes. serious. Yeah. Himself. <laughs> Just real. Real. But all all the, right. I think he was hurt. Then all real. He was hurt. He was just milking the shit out of it. But yeah, it was it's just, just when he had a bad top. play, he chose to milk it, which is yeah. just the worst kind of person. Yeah. Right. Yeah, that's that that's villain stuff. When you're watching the movie as an audience and you see the villain get all like, oh, what was me? But then everything is fine. Yeah. Mm. Villain Chief arc Chief right Chief there. Uh, Ma Ayorbas, thank you for asking the question. Let's move it on now to Dingleberry Teabag. Certified Fresh. <laughs> Who yeah. asked the question? That's fresh. <laughs> That's disgusting. It's a hot pot of fresh. How is baby made? <laughs> um, well, dingleberry take care bag. of those dingleberries. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Make sure you clear up the dingleberries. Um, I caught, we have seven right here on Between this podcast. Us, yeah. So we're good when at it. A man and a woman know. love each other. Yeah. Yeah. Um, they lay down. Yeah, you hold <laughs> hands. I guess. How it's old up are to you, you, Dingleberry? You yeah. hold hand. Either you hold hands, and nine months later, there's His a baby. Name is Dingleberry Teabag. How old do you think? <laughs> Probably. He is? I'm guessing be... sixteen to careful, twenty-two. Careful. Maybe careful. thirty. Sixteen yeah. to thirty. Somewhere in there. I love the name. Don't get me wrong. I love the name. <laughs> yeah, I love the name. Yeah. Just 
That might be one you want to Google there, Dingleberry Teabag. No. But, uh, <laughs> Dude, no. No, that, hey, go for it. I don't think the, we're going to do a good job on the web it. part. Just, yeah. Don't keep videos. videos stay away from. Or images. Just stay on the web portion. Right. Yeah. And if you're if you're under Wikipedia. 18, don't don't lie. Don't go on those well, Kyle, sites. How about this, Kyle? You you know, you're, at some point, we're going to have to have this conversation with our kids. Oh, no. What are you doing right What's now? What's the birds and the beasts? <laughs> How do you explain what that? You How do you explain right? that? What are you doing right now? I'm trying to help. I'm trying to have Dingleberry teabag. Okay. I he have, a serious I have question. three questions in. And Kyle's my, like barely like yeah. cognizant of where he's at. And you're like, and come on, Kyle, let's do this. My full strategy on how I'm going to deliver the birds and the bees talk. My son's five. I haven't come to a, I haven't figured out how plan? I want to deliver that. If we're just going to go <laughs> and very scientific or if we're going to go a little bit. Uh, I don't know. I don't know like, yet. Sh- like <laughs> flashcards kind of yeah. thing. You never yeah, know. I don't, I don't There's know. a lot of ways. There's a lot of ways to do it. Yeah. Multiple choice. Team quiz. America world. Stuff we can do. So what I'm going to do is show my kid Team America world police. There's yeah. one scene in there. Oh, and he'll God. get the idea pretty quick while while laughing. Or he'll get the wrong idea really quickly. Yeah. Yeah. There's a few. There's a few positions in that movie. You may want to stay away from pal. Just don't show him the unrated one. Uh, um, yes. Yeah, true. Okay. Dingleberry tea bag. Thank you. Good luck. And thank you Good for luck. asking the question. Good luck. Uh, let's move it on now to Mickey Coates, who asked the question. I'm curious about your guys' music tastes. What are your favorite albums slash artists? All right. Off season. It's a good question. What kind of music you guys like? I'm kind of, I feel old because like I'm kind of locked into a certain era of music now and like new stuff. Like I had You're that old stuck. person ear where I'm yeah. like, oh yeah, what the fuck is that? Bro? Like, that <laughs> Excuse doesn't, me. I'm not, am I not hearing this right? Cause that doesn't sound good to my ear. Yeah. Um, but I'm like late nineties, early two thousands, like, you know, chili peppers, Foo Fighters, Incubus, mm-hmm. like that kind of rock is kind of my, my jam. But I also go with some like the, some of the old school, like the, the R&B kind of soul kind of stuff. My dad used to listen to that a lot. Like that was kind of his mm. his tunes. So, you know, can't go wrong with like uh, celebrate. Good times. Come on. Got to celebrate. <laughs> what, what's the name of that? Earth, Wind and Fire. Earth, Wind and Fire. Mar- Marvin Gaye. <laughs> yeah. Can't go wrong. There and hey, go. hey, um, where was it? It was Dingleberry Teabag. If you really want to know how babies are made. Marvin Go listen to some of that. Music. <laughs> Go turn that shit on and it's just, it'll come into your mind how it happens. Yeah, That's yeah, just yeah, how yeah. it works. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. How about you there, Kyle? Anything different? Uh, Yeah. I Right now I listen to mostly country music. It's not, I know it's not the popular opinion, but um that's primarily what i like i I just feel like most people are like i like all music except country that's like the go-to answer when we were growing up it was like i like everything except rap like Uh, (laughs) like it's a different thing for every every generation but dude if it's what you like who cares yeah that's 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 what we jam to in our in our household is who's the the top artist or band that uh um i'm i really like blake shelton um kind of in that early 2000s country like brad paisley blake shelton all those guys yeah cool so what about you will dog yeah i i'm similar to kevin where i've definitely got like old man ears when when you find a a band that you like or an album you like or a song you like you're like this is my repeat and i will listen to this until the wheels fall off um i'm certainly a big fan of like uh tom petty love tom petty wildflowers Mm -hmm. is probably the best album i think i remember getting that for i can't remember if it was birthday or christmas but it was a it was a gift because i remember i listened to full moon fever quite a lot for tom petty but 
Um, I mean, like Kevin, I love Incubus, uh, love gorillas, love, uh, uh, I like weird stuff too. Yeah, you I got, mean, you got like, some Primus, some Buckethead. Love Primus, Buckethead, Slipknot. Uh, oh, that's Slipknot. yeah. Like, I mean, it just, there's not too much that I dislike, you know, it's, it's just whatever, whatever floats my boot. Like even, I'll even throw some Skrillex in there from time to time. Cause I just like, you know, what? when I the find... beat drops, <laughs> you need beat to drop. drop the bass. You know, I'm all about that. So, and I can't, and I can't leave out, um, just cause I, <laughs> I really fell in love with my wife going to a concert for this band, mm. uh, Blink-182. Just oh, cause it was go. like yeah. a San Diego SoCal, like, hell yeah. Um, but my wife was in a mosh pit and, did some stuff in there that I was like, knocked out Kevin. She's a fucking keeper. (laughs) Who was that? (laughs) She'll keep me safe if I'm ever. (laughs) No, she's probably a headbutt. I wasn't. No, that's exactly what it was. Um, She wasn't taking no shit off nobody in that pit. And I was awesome. Always to this day. Very cool. And Ben Folds. I always got to throw Ben Ben Folds out there. Love my Ben Folds. So Mickey Coates, thank you for asking the question. Let's move it on now to Aggressive Cherry 964. And shout out to Icy2527. Icy, you didn't necessarily ask the same question, but you were asking a Ronaldo Hill question, and it just don't matter no more. So I'm going with Aggressive Cherry 964. And full certified fresh. Who asked the question? Hey, what's up, kids? With Ronaldo Hill's new just news just emerging, do you youngins have any idea who might replace him, or do you think whoever it is, Staley, will be the main play caller? Also, just wanted to say you fantastic fetuses are wonderful, <laughs> and I look forward every week to y'all. Can't love you back. Thanks, aggressive cherry nine six, six four. four. <laughs> <laughs> Appreciate you. Um, well, we know that. Uh, the Mr. replacement came in real quick. Yeah, there was no, that was, <laughs> didn't waste any time on that. There was no downtime. Or, there was no time for speculation. It was yeah. out in. <laughs> yeah. So Derek Ansley is the guy um, we all know. And uh, will he, cont- will Staley continue to be the main play caller? I mean, all signs point to yes, that he's not giving up those duties anytime soon. Oh. Um, but uh, thanks for calling us fetuses. We try to look young. Hey, and, uh, I, I take that as a compliment. Fetus is now. the ultimate young that we could possibly yeah. be. So appreciate you. Thank you, aggressive cherry nine six four and so, IC two five two seven. Love you both. Pos- Thank you. Positive way to look at being called a fetus. Absolutely. I, yeah. Yeah. That's the only way I can. That's yeah. how I live my life, baby. Yeah. Um, on. Let's move it on now to OM Run. Nice. Who asked the question? What is your favorite football movie for real and not just because it's hysterically bad? And what's better, Star Wars or Spaceballs? Just kidding. It's Spaceballs, of course. Uh, you know, I have to agree. As much as I love Star Wars and I've watched it countless times, Spaceballs will consistently make me laugh more than Star Wars ever will. Yeah. And so, yeah, Spaceballs is the winner. It won't make you cry, though. Some of the Star Wars movies will. Not the OG Star Wars. No, the newer ones. Yeah. Yeah, they'll make me cry because I'm like, why did they make this? (laughs) (laughs) She had to quit while you're ahead. Why is she flying in space? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, exactly. That one was the worst. Why can't they tell an original story? (laughs) (laughs) Um, All right, but favorite football movie. What you got? I, got, I can go first. Yeah. Um, You've got that the, one locked and loaded. Remember the Titans is one, <laughs> one of my, is probably my all time favorite movie of anything. And it also happens to be about football. So 
Um, yeah, for me, it's Remember the Titans. With Friday Night Lights, the movie Close Behind. I will right. go. I will go next. I have hands down the program. It's my favorite football movie, um, just <laughs> because both. it's awesome. Um, <laughs> and fa- favorite football scene. It's not a football movie, but there's a scene within. There's a football scene in a movie that is like one of my favorite movies of all time. The Last Boy Scout. It's Point Break. Oh, the beach <laughs> football Scout. scene. The, yeah, that, that one's not. Nah, that one's not good. That's not. <laughs> that, that, that football movie's not good. But uh, Point Break for sure. The beach football scene with Johnny Johnny Football when they realize that he's a college quarterback. Oh, uh, Utah. It's Utah. And he becomes like <laughs> tight with all the surfers because they respect his game and you know, blew out his knee and yeah, all that shit. It was pretty sweet. <laughs> I like it. Um, boy, you know, as I try to think about it, there's not a lot of football movies that I've watched more than once. There is one, though, I can say that I've at least seen a couple of times, and that's Draft Day. I really enjoy watching Draft Day. I think everything leading up to the end, like it's a crazy ending that you were just like, how is this, how is he going to pull yeah. this off? Right. And as soon as he does, it's just like, that's amazing. Like there's no way in the world that would ever happen, but I love it anyways, because it's awesome. And it's a great, it's a great ending. The ending is so good. It's yeah. just so crazy that it's like such a popular football movie when there's so little football in that. There's movie. Like no football. Involved. <laughs> it's literally yeah. just what we're doing right now. It's like let's speculate about yeah. picking players to put on our team. Pretty but I much. watch it every year. It's a yearly thing for the yeah, draft. It's like, become a yearly thing for yeah. me now. Now that it's been brought to my attention, it's like so. the Christmas story. You just yeah. watch it before Christmas. You do even if you don't draft. want to. You just, you watch just put it. it on in the background. It just needs uh, to happen. There you go, Kevin Costner. All right. OM Run, thank you for asking the question. Let's move it on now to Jacob Duell, who asked the question. Oh, hey, guys. Jacob from Iowa. In the first round, assume we go offense due to more potentially wanting more help. Ooh, see what I did there? Oh, yeah. I'm so ashamed of myself. Would you rather go tight end with either Dalton Kincaid, Michael Mayer, or a speedy wide receiver? Oh, yeah. Uh, what everyone, would you rather? This is this is a very dividing question for the Charger fan base. There's everyone screaming from the, the rooftops, speed, speed, speed. But I want a really awesome tight end. I just that's where I want to go. Um, yeah. I I want somebody that can improve our run game and also be a threat to catch the ball. So mm-hmm. I, if if neither one of the if if Michael Mayer's not available, I would consider going, you know, a speedy wide receiver. Like that's mm-hmm. kind of where I'm at right there. Um, unless yeah. there's a dope offensive lineman just sitting there that fell kind of like the Rashawn Slater thing that those that somewhere in the offense is what I want addressed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It seems like at our spot in the draft, you're more likely to get a really top end tight end as opposed to a top end wide receiver with how fast they keep going. It seems like it's more and more they're going at the top of top 10 picks of the draft. Sure. Mm-hmm. So it's just, it feels like, yeah, I, I think with the way things are going to fall, um, I would rather have that stud tight end that can, I just, it just seems like it's consistently like the chiefs. Did they have a speed guy? They had the ultimate speed guy. He left last off season and they still won a super bowl right. because why they have freaking Travis stupid Kelsey. Cause he's so consistently just all the time. Good. And so mm-hmm. I just think that the, the great offenses have a consistently great tight end. Um, and we need a guy that can do both. We don't have a guy that can block right now on yeah. our, on our raw and catch on our roster complete tight end right now no right um 
I would have to agree, even though it, it's interesting because I think there was a there was a video that just came out, and I'm gonna shout out Boltby because they they talked about it. They had an article about it. Our boy Jason Reed um, with uh, Austin Eckler at yeah. some event. I don't know what was the event the Super was. Bowl. Was that what it was? Yeah, the Super Bowl. So. Oh, okay. Um, he was on where some he was shows and he about, said he said he had some opinions at the Super Bowl. He kind of got in some hot water yeah, with some fans. We talked well, about our. Oh, he talked about Lombardi a little bit. He talked about a lot. Justin. Well, the one thing that that at least Bolt Beat mentioned was his comment on not having a speedy wide receiver. Right. You know that Jalen Guyton going down. We don't have anybody that was as fast as Jalen Guyton, and we didn't get anybody during the season. And so, if we want to be able to throw the ball downfield, you got to have a speedy wide receiver. But I don't think you necessarily need to spend a first round pick right. on getting a speedy wide receiver. I think there's still going to be speedy wide receivers in Second. the following rounds. Yeah. Second, third. But I think a first round tight end, I think, can be a game that's changer. That's a plug like, and play right now. That's yeah. a plug and play position. Like, you know, when you look at examples like Travis Kelsey, Antonio Gates, Rob Gronkowski, all of these guys, you want that for Justin Herbert. You want Justin right. Herbert to have one of those kind of guys as much as I, you know, if they pick a speedy wide receiver in the first, I'm not going to be upset. Obviously that's just whatever they think is going to be the best, but I would agree that I think a, a tight end like either Kincaid or mayor um, I'm down for either one of those guys, but whatever happens, whatever B will be, but Jacob Duell, thank you for asking the question. Let's move it on now to Gavin Gibson. Gavin. Who asked the question. I was watching Cloudy with a chance of meatballs with my kids and got me thinking of an off-season question. What main food and what dessert would you have fall from the sky? Mine would be during the... Oh, mine would be during the day and dessert at night. Gotta go brisket. Gotta go a whole bunch of meat. <laughs> Just a bunch of victory. There. Just victory. You know what it means. If it's raining brisket, the Chargers are yeah, doing well. And won. the brisket brats are on fire. Um, mm. so yeah, I would say that I would say the brisket brisket during the day and what dessert would be falling at night. Protein shakes. So you recover after victory brisket. <laughs> the worst a dessert, dessert, ever. a dessert protein shake. <laughs> the worst weather. A milkshake with a some protein. Protein shake at night and just meat. During the day, <laughs> that sounds great. That sounds like gains to me. Yeah, I'll take. I'll jump in <laughs> on that. Like gains. <laughs> yeah. uh, I would, from a not Chargers perspective, from a more logistical point, I would say for dessert. <laughs> we were to really see what would have <laughs> really, from the sky. Yeah. We really saying. want to get to be serious about this. Hey, it's the off season. What else it's are we going to do? Question. Yeah, let's go. Um, I think dessert. I would say like shave ice, some flavored cold. Like hail. Hail, yes, some like <laughs> flavored hail. Yes. Yeah, yes, you're picking up some, what I'm putting down, guys. Some pina colada hail, some flavored hail, some yeah. flavored hail. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't yeah. have to be pina colada, but I mean, for Hawaiian shave ice, I figure, yeah, something tropical. Ow, ow. yeah, yeah. Mm, sure, mm, mm, delicious. What about you? <laughs> and during the day, meat, meat would go bad, it'd be rotting, yeah, it would be kind of tough. It I know where you rough. went with the victory brisket, but if we're looking logistically, that's tough. That's yeah. pretty rough. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what is a main course? Maybe I, I think I would go with this is not really a main course, but like yeah. it I can always eat it no matter what. Even if I'm full, I will eat it. It's French yes. fries. 
rain Ooh. french fries down on me and I could eat Ooh. that no matter what. Yeah, that's those true. Mc, those McDonald's fries last for like years. So you and might I could be eat it. Yeah, no matter anything. how full I am, I could finish off a basket of french fries. <laughs> gotcha. Even point. if it hit the ground, five second rule. Oh yeah, even if it hit the ground, come on. <laughs> the problem is if it's still on the ground when that shaved ice comes, you're screwed because it's going to get all well, soggy that's why got to be on top of it. Got to be yeah, ready yeah, for we're it. Not to, we're, we're, are we talking quantities here? Like, is this just for me or is it for everybody? Dude, no. If Clive <laughs> Chats Chats my own ball, personal, it, it's it like you already had your own rainstorm just following you around? No, this is the whole town. This is all uh, of Los Angeles County. This well, then, is like everything. Yeah, I don't know. This is tough. Missouri. This is everywhere. Well, we'd solve a lot of food crisis issues. Oh, food sure. shortages, yeah. yeah. Not obesity problem, but that's besides no, the No, no, no. One, one step what at a time. What would you rather die from, obesity or starvation? Take your pick. <laughs> Good <Yeah>. point. <laughs> Um. All right. Well, I think we <laughs> yeah. answered the question. Yeah. Yeah. Gavin Gibson. No. Thank you. I don't know if we did. Yeah, we did. Oh, no, we, we did. did. <laughs> Shut up, Kyle. We oh, we definitely it. did. <laughs> let's let's move it on now to Scotty B sixty three, who asked the question: Why does the off season seem to drag on forever? Is the USFL worth watching to fill the void? Can't let me buy. I'm more of an XFL guy. I think the XFL guy's taking over the uh, the market. Yeah, we talked about it a little bit at the beginning, Kyle, as far as like some of the possible rule changes that have been brought up to NFL being tested, yeah. at least in the XFL. Right. It's at least somewhat interesting to watch to like, okay, well, this could potentially be something that might come to the NFL. USFL, I don't know. I don't know if they've and got I think their the world XFL, set in stone. The XFL is kind of like a theater is what they've what they kind of try to communicate is that they have some affiliation with the NFL hmm. as far as like, yeah, like doing experimental rules and players going up and down type of stuff. Um, so I would yeah, I would say watch the XFL if you're trying. It doesn't really fill the void though. It doesn't it really doesn't. It doesn't no. do the trick because there's nothing I got nothing vested there. It's they don't put it. They didn't even put a team near us, so it's kind of tough. We got the St. Uh, Louis BattleHawks, Adam. Yeah, if you want to get in on that, yeah. they had a big dub. Actually, they had a crazy comeback in that. Yeah, with all the crazy new rules, I, I yeah, really like that. Like the fourth and fifteen onside kick thing. Yeah, and they got instead it instead of that. Yeah, and, and then, then they won in they, like a minute. What did they 30. do? Like they went for three. Yeah, so 15? you can. Yeah, you can get like a three. You can get. Um, yeah, certain you go for out. one or two, two or, three, or three, depending yeah. on you can still kick a point. field goal, but you can like go further back, further back, further back. Yeah, so. oh, it's crazy. crazy. It's kind of fun, but it doesn't I, fill the void. No, it's yeah, it's an interesting watch, but I don't think it will fill that void. I think you no. just need to hold suck tight. it up, <laughs> yeah. suck it up, yeah. <laughs> Scotty. <laughs> Thank you for asking the question. Let's move it on now to House of Pain. Who asked the question? Well, well, I say we better lock up Justin to a contract ASAP before I say before he has an outstanding season and we have to, I say, give up everything to keep him. His deal won't hit the cap till after his fifth year option. Do I say, do you think he will get a $290 million deal? He will be worth every, I say, every penny. I say, kid, love you. Bye. Well, with it's going to the- be way more than that. Well, Daniel Jones. Daniel Jones wants forty-five million a year. Did you hear? Yeah. Did you hear that news? Ooh. Like, so if he, so here's the somebody <laughs> made a good point. He's gonna set the he's gonna set the floor. The floor, yeah, yeah. And yeah. the floor, if that floor is forty-five million dollars a year, he might not get Daniel, signed, dude. Honestly, he, he, nobody. He might just not be a free agent if he's asked forty-five million dollars. But I mean, if somebody's like, if he's gets close to that, oh yeah. 
you're setting the floor. And then he, no matter what he does this year, he's going to be one of the highest paid quarterbacks in the league because his, there's no regression from Herbert so far. He's a reliable. You can count yeah, on even him. Even when injured, he's, he's still he's going to be worth the money no matter what. So I yeah. I want them to do it this year, hundred percent, just so we can get it out of the way and they just can get start it out of the way. Yeah, make financial planning, if you will. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I don't. I'm not as worried about that right now as I am about all these because he's going to be a Charger for the rest of his career. Like the Chargers aren't going to mess around with that. No. Like you don't you don't pat you pass up on locking him down forever. Um, I'm worried about some other players right now, but we'll see what. They but it will get. get in a he will months. get more expensive. To the point of the question, it's like the yeah. longer you wait, the more expensive he's going to get. Yeah, because it's just the value is going up every single year with this with every position. So, with the cap space going up, these guys are going to ask for more. It's just inevitable. So you, if you if we already believe that he will be a Charger for a long, long time, then you might as well just do the deal. Get, get it, done. it done. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Big time. House of Hain, thank you for asking the question. Let's move it on now to Athir Kadir. Athir. Who asked the question. Let's go. I have a question for the coach. How important is it for the Bolts to get the ring next year, knowing Herbert will have a young team because of his contract? He will get paid big, like $45 million a year. FTR Bolts up 2023, baby. All right. Well, in connection with uh what we were just talking about uh if the bolts get a ring this upcoming year this upcoming season uh i mean how important is that as far as herbert yeah. and getting his contract set up and all that jazz like do we yeah. want to get it before he signs the you, contract you, obvi- you obviously it gives you more freedom to build a roster around him right because you have more cap space if right. he's not taking right now he's making like Five mil a year or something like that. Does that right. sound right? Seven something. I can't right. remember what first round is. Gonna yeah, go to forty five million dollars for probably fifty be a big to fifty million yeah. a year, right? Yeah. So it's like, yeah, it's makes it's like this is the time to do it because you can put better players around him. But I just don't know. I Patrick Mahomes just won. He's on a five hundred million dollar contract. So right. yeah. No, I don't think that it has to be right now. Yeah, this is the best time to do it, especially now in year four. In year four and year five, these are the next two years. It's like, all right, let's figure this crap out and get after it because it's the most likely time. Like he could still win it afterwards, but you're just gonna have less pieces around you to get that done. You're gonna get you're gonna have more B and C level players and less A level players because you're taking so much money. So right. um, now's the time to do it for sure. And I will say his fourth year of college um, playing, he won the Rose Bowl. Fourth mm. year as a Charger, going to win Super something. Bowl. I feel like it's coming. This might be a good year. And it would be so sweet to win it in Vegas, too. Oh, we're, we're going to be there. Can you imagine just in, the <sighs> diehard Bolt Club watch party in Vegas? Oh, it'd be so much easier to collect a huge <laughs> bet we're going to put down in a couple weeks and collect on that. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, there you go, Athir Kadir. Thank you for asking the question. Let's move it on now to Superchargers fan 2006. Certified fresh. Who asked the question? Hey, Charger Chat. I've been a hardcore Chargers fan since 2006. The first ever game was the 2006 Chargers versus Bengals when they went down 28-7 in the first half and rallied the second half. And when I was 12 and couldn't afford NFL Sunday ticket and had to watch the old school NFL.com ticker scoreboard, 
I would never see them lose a game until that heartbreaking Patriots loss when I was forever exposed to the dark shadow of the Chargers. <laughs> I wish I could have had you then for all those great years of Monday Night Meltdown against the Broncos. The 2010 season where we failed to make the playoffs with the number one offense and defense that year. The horror when we lost Marcus McNeil and Chris Dillman in the same season and went through a rotation of left tackle that saw Rivers running for his life. The disaster that was special teams when we lost David Ben and watched multiple poor snappers each week <clears throat> teach Mike Sackris oh, how to touch the sky when they hit the ground hard every week. The fun combo that was Drew Kayser and Josh Lambeau and my all-time favorite, Hey Diddle Diddle Ray Rice up the middle, which I indeed took a scripture with a God of all things are possible to heart and taught me to never gamble on the Chargers in Vegas or in general. <clears throat> now to the question. <laughs> With how much the Chargers are Are you, are, are you okay? Are you okay? It'll all make sense in a second. <clears throat> the massive contract I'm sure Herbert is about to get and the fact some of the guys that are free agents have played to probably warrant a bigger contract. The Chargers are willing to pay them. I'm sure we will all be heartbroken over who leaves. With that being said, which Chargers player would you be able to stomach? One, being traded to free up cap space slash game draft picks. Two, being cut to avoid cap casualty. And three, letting walk in free agency. I could sadly see Tranquil ended up like Kaiser White. Also saw Ronaldo Hill went to the Dolphins and they elevated Derek Ansley to D.C. Oh, what are your thoughts? Love you guys. Bolt the hell up. Love the voices. Please, can you do a drunk southerner post being kicked in the balls while chewing on dip? <laughs> Is that how this works? LOL. Oh, I was, oh, oh. dude, you were like crying. Yeah, I thought your eye was going to pop. It was water. I was like, we need to stop now. Yeah. This is getting serious. I'm in too deep. I gotta see this <laughs> I've gone too far. I gotta fast further to go, oh. faster to go straight ahead than turn my back. Balls. <laughs> oh my god! Well done. Oh boy! All right. I do this for you, Superchargers fan. Since you are new. Um. All right. So, Chargers player, we would uh, be able to stomach being traded to free up cap space slash gain draft picks being cut to avoid cap casualty and letting walk in free agency. All right. So the person I'll go first, the person that I could like cut and stomach. And it's mostly because of the time that he was here. And the uh, I don't know. I feel like what the direction that we're going to head in the draft is Gerald Everett. I think you could save a little bit of money by cutting him. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah. Production was kind of mediocre last year. I feel like he was kind of in and out a little bit. That pick against Kansas city week two. Still has me a little bit irked that it wasn't just like a, just go, dude. Like, I get it. You're tired. It's like a five-yard route. Just go. <laughs> um, so I feel like all of that plays into my being able to stomach that cut. I think with who we're going to draft in the in uh, hopefully the first round with a big stud tight end, I think there's room on the roster to be able to cut him. Okay. Do you want me to go, Adam? Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um I think for free agency, and it's kind of a weird one because people are kind of hot on him on him right now. But I'm I'd be okay with Trey Pipkins walking. Um, I just I like Kyle said, like he had one good year out of how many years he was a Charger, and he looked bad for so many years. I'm glad that he got his stuff together, but for me, it's a little uh, too little, too late 
for me um, and wanting to pay him a lot of money. I haven't even, I haven't seen him do this back to back. I haven't seen right. it do it in two years. So for me, I would rather cut ties there, not spend whatever that amount of money is like nine, $10 million a year, whatever that's going to cost. I'd rather do somebody through the draft or, or maybe reshuffle our offensive line, um, kick somebody out, maybe do a, a new guard in the draft. That's, that's my guy. Okay. Yeah. I feel like Trey Pipkin's like, he just showed up because he knew mom and dad were watching. Like, so he's acting nice, you know, like that's what this last season was. Yeah. It was a contract year. So I'm going to play hard, play through injury, Bust my but ass. I'm not going to do that again. Yeah. yeah. It's just, if he had had two years of that, I'd be like, pay the man, pay the, yeah. pay that man, his money, money. But he didn't do it for two years. He, he was, we were going into last season. Like, Oh my God, he is a liability. Hmm. Like this is scary. He, so I'm glad that he played well, but I'm not, I as a Chargers organization spending the money, I wouldn't feel comfortable doing that without back-to-back seasons. Yeah, and uh, being traded to free up cap space slash gain draft picks. <laughs> it's hard. I mean, whether he's traded or cut, I would say Matt Filer. Mm-hmm. I, I would say that, you know, it, it, that's the one that's probably got the biggest hit that letting him go would probably be like, all right. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I'm not, I'm not going to be heartbroken over that. I could stomach that, uh, especially if it's a trade. I mean, if we're trading, we're actually getting something in return from that file. I, I don't mean, think, I don't I, think, I'll take that. I don't think that's happening, but I like it's, your, it's, it's, it's possible. It's possible. I mean, I don't yeah. know. I don't know what everybody's offensive line situation is across the league. He's not getting paid that much money. Like, no, 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 not, no, he's no. not a top paid guard. So there could be a team out there. That's like, yeah, we'll give you a sixth rounder for filers rights. And maybe we yeah. can extend him out next year. Or so, yeah, yeah, it's possible. Um, all right. Well, that was rough. Superchargers fan 2006. We <laughs> laughed. Yeah. We cried, but uh, we got through it and we appreciate the question. Don't be a stranger. And do not be a stranger. Uh, let's move on now to K May. Certified for us. Who asked the question. Do you think moving Salyer to right tackle is a viable option? I don't see why not. At this yeah. point, he wasn't expected to do anything last year and he stepped in as one of our best yeah. offensive linemen. So I don't see why that's not a, something they really consider. Yeah, I mean, he was had the versatility to go from guard all preseason in his first NFL season and be able to kick out to left tackle. So I don't see why with the offseason of training, why he wouldn't be able to pop over to the other side. Yeah, it feels like the reason why he dropped as low as he did in the draft had to do with like measurables more than anything right. else. Like he they just didn't have just a guard. Same, thought he was just a guard. And so when he comes in and actually plays left tackle for a good amount of time and actually does a very serviceable job, it begs the question about like uh, how important are measurables in in a They're particular not. position, and so yeah, could he go to right tackle if he's if he's willing to do it? Absolutely, why not? Well, and I think it was interesting too. Remember when he was drafted? The, there was a story that came out where it was like the coach of the Georgia, the Georgia's coach, was like called the charge and be like, "What are you doing? Yeah, get what this are guy you right. Doing? Like, get this guy right now." I don't know if he called like the char- like the Charger bat Spoke phone, somebody. but somebody in the Charger organization like get him now. And that was the greatest call we've we've gotten that off season for sure. Oh yeah. So, so we will we will have to wait and see. But uh, if they decide the Salier to right tackle is the move, I think we would support it one hundred percent. Yeah, game on, baby. Yeah. Uh, so K May, thank you for asking the question. Let's move it on now to Hangry Seth. Yes. Who asked the question? Hi guys, it's me again. 
Today's episode is brought to you by the number three. Three weeks down. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> if you can add a Sesame Street player to the roster, who would it be and why? That's all for today. <laughs> Until next week, FDR, can't love you, bye. Who's the fastest Sesame Street character? Grover? I will say Big Bird would probably be good for those jump balls. Yeah. He's got some height. So maybe maybe Big Bird. He is kind of annoying, though. You wouldn't put him on the line? Big Bird? Big body. Kind of soft. Ah, he's yeah. big, but he's got the long <laughs> neck. Soft. He's kind of soft, dude. Yeah, he's got those feather vibes. <laughs> he's got those feather vibes. I don't know. <laughs> just, the count, just the count of, maybe is fast. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like yeah. I've, I, it's been count? a long time since I've watched Sesame Street, but I feel like count Grover's been count? like shot out of a cannon at some point. <laughs> yeah, Grover. That's so true, shoot him yeah. out of a cannon, get him downfield, wide open. Yeah. Boom, there you go. He won't get hurt, it. too. He's indestructible. Indestructible. I've seen <laughs> him like his arms are stretched from here to hell. Uh, and, that's yeah. the answer. That's Grover. <laughs> that was great. I forgot about him. Um, Maybe Snuffle? Nah, let's just stick with Grover. <laughs> nah. nah. <laughs> What am I thinking? Never going on the IR. Hangry Seth. Thank you for asking the question. Let's move it on now to Daryl Sandlin21, who asked the question. Hey guys, so flipping glad you guys rocking for us during the quietest month in football. Okay, here we go. New QB coach for our boy Herbie. We all know Shane Day was his pal, but I'm thinking that Herbert doesn't need a best a buddy he needs a coach who's going to come in and challenge his ass i feel that the worst thing a coach can do is come in and coddle a player especially a weapon like herbert is your thoughts guys okay love you bye what do you think about that kyle you're a good person to speak on this yeah um yeah i don't know i don't know if the worst thing that you could do is come in and coddle um that's just it seems a little bit that that's where players are shifting. Um, they're just, they're getting to the point where they want their coach to be their buddy and they want to be told that they're good. And, um, ask Mahomes, he's on the sideline, putting his head on his coach's shoulder, crying. So you need somebody to coddle you there in that situation. Tell me it's going to be okay. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, Kyle. No, that's okay. Um, I, yeah, I, there, you have to as the head coach. It's it's you have to be the authority. You have to be that this is the this is the road that we're taking. No matter what, this is these are the decisions that have to be made. Uh, if you're not up to up to like the standards of what we're gonna do, and so on and so forth. Like you have to be the one that sets all of that. So yeah, you can't coddle certain players, but they, I just don't think there's a place. I don't know if there's as much of a place in the NFL anymore for that tough guy that tough guy head coach. I, I like Bill Belichick is that, um, but I feel He's like been grandfathered look, in. Yeah. I feel like if you look around the rest of the, the league, that's just not what it is anymore. I mean, look who, who, who was that goofy? Oh, the Cardinals new offensive coordinator that has been going viral with, he was like, he met one of his players like pew, pew, pew. We're going to be throwing it. We're going to be throwing it, man. Like, oh, just cringe. like super goober cringe. Yeah. Like that's mm. like, that's like what it seems most of the coaching crop is lately just babysitting Um, millionaires is that what you're saying it's kind of like they make so much money dude like these guys are making so much more money than all the coaches are making so it's like a little bit yeah you got to keep your guys happy yeah right it certainly seems to be at least an element of 
inspiring confidence, not necessarily making them happy, but making them feel like they can at least go out there and do it. And it, I think it's more, and this is just from an outsider's perspective, it's more about getting a coach that they respect as not, and it doesn't have to be so much somebody that pats them on the head and tells them they're doing a good job. It's just somebody that they can have respect for and do what's asked of them. And not necessarily have an ego about themselves. I mean, it honestly, if there's any player in this league that doesn't have an ego, it's Justin freaking Herbert. So yeah. it, it doesn't matter if it's a pal coach or a hard ass. I feel like he's just going to go in and do his best regardless and not yeah. have an ego about it. So, yeah. um, and I think, I think Nussmeyer, you know, like we said earlier before you got here, Kyle, like he's going to be the oldest coach on the staff. He's 52. Wow. So it's like, it's more of like a, you know, for Justin, it's more of like a father figure than like a, right. a goofy cousin, older cousin. You know what I mean? Right. And, um, so I, I, hopefully there's something there for that. I don't know what that, how that translates, but um, I don't think Shane Day did a, a bad job. We weren't in there. We didn't know what he was doing. You can't blame Shane Day for no. and honestly, checkdowns and shit. So we'll see. We'll right. see, what, see what they say. What, what right. And if you, if you think of Shane Day as just what the social media team shows you, that's you can't expect that that's no. all Shane Day is like, yeah, they're going to show the times that they're having a good time because that's sure. what audiences want to see. They don't want to see a coach that's telling Justin he's doing it wrong and throwing his clipboard on the ground and, you know, throwing his hat on the ground and stamping on it and stuff like that. Not that Shane Day was that guy. He's not a starter for a reason, Adam. Remember that coach? He didn't yeah. last very long. No. So. Take it, take it with what you will, but uh Yeah. Will will Newsmeyer be the one to challenge him, or will Newsmeyer at least be the one to inspire confidence or give him some good tips? I think if you're with tricks, if you're with Justin, dude, just hold on. <laughs> you're along for the ride. Just don't right. don't f him up. Right. Just help him out. Give him some tools. Give him some some ideas, some thoughts, some things to look out for. But don't f him up. Let him do his thing. Let him let him throw it downfield because I think yeah. he might have f him up a little too much um, in this last coaching stuff. It remains to be seen, but we will find out. Daryl Sandlin, 21, thank you for asking the question. Let's move it on now to Tom Telesco's burner account. TTPA. Who asked the question? Why is Staley obsessed with light boxes? Just like he doesn't give a f about stopping the run and it pisses me off. I hope we change our bend, don't prank philosophy on defense and be more aggressive like in we like we were in weeks 13 and 17. Boy, I love that Miami game. Also, I'm really looking forward to our offense next year with Kellen Moore. What are you guys most looking forward to about our change in OC and new QB coach? Uh, for me, I'm most excited about them getting our run game going, including getting Herbert on the move. Maybe get him four, 500 yards on some bootleg scrambles, you know? Ooh. Okay, keep on keeping on life's garden. Dig it. I love you guys, man. Bye. 500 yards for Justin. That'd be intense. That's huge, yeah. Huge. Huge. Um, all right. So what about what the light boxes? Why is he so obsessed to? with light boxes? I don't know. I don't know the answer. Yeah. Well, I mean, he's well, he's talked about not stopping the run. They're keeping him from taking big shots on rather us. than wear themselves out running the ball as opposed to getting, you know, 60 yards on one pass. Yeah. But 
Well, and we got rid of some guys that weren't helping us lock down the middle like we were in the end. They didn't really change their philosophy all that much in those last games. They just had better defensive line and linebacker play to stop the run. That was right. the, They didn't change the philosophy. It was right. just the play that changed. Right. So let's start with that this year and not, you know, regress to what we were, you know, in the middle middle section of last year. Yeah. And then what are we most looking forward to about the change in our OC and new QB coach? I'm looking for identity in the run game. Um, Big I time. think Dallas had that, and you saw that in Kellen Moore. I mean, yeah. they're known as, they're kind of feared as a running team um, with a quarterback that can catch you on a play action and throw the ball deep. Mm-hmm. Um, I just want an identity. It just felt like we were guessing a lot with zone left, weird tosses that were turned into counters, and then an occasional guard would pull and you'd run a power. Um, it's just be nice to have some identity with what our running game is. Well, the best is when the defense knows it's coming but can't stop it. Less right. true, less trick run game. More like we're yeah. going to ram it down your throat. Run game. I'm, right. That's what right. I want. I don't to care see. if you know what's coming. Yeah, it's coming. All right. Yeah, I agree with that 100. percent Tom Telesco's burner count. Thank you for asking the question. Let's move it on now to Tool Fan 21, Thirty-five Fresh, who asked the question: Why is it that when you fart? in the bath or shower it smells absolutely putrid science Concentra- <laughs> concentration my friend science yeah you don't want to be in a in a small space with those things you got to be careful yes uh, but the, there's something about well, water when it hits the gas hits that that bubble it's concentrated it is it's that brutal. bubble and it it's just concentrated that's what it is yeah <laughs> got to be in an open space dude yeah it, well, yeah, closed space, obviously, you're going to smell it. And for some reason, when it's in a shower, I mean, it is science. I think it, it basically <laughs> mixes with the mist or the steam of the shower, Picks which is the all particles. around you. Yeah. And now you're just surrounded in your own yeah, wet, stinky yeah, fart. Not it. <laughs> and it follows you, for sure. It's got to be something with, like, the your pores opening up with the hot water and then the fart, yeah. like, getting in there. And you're walking around there. smelling like yeah. shit all day. Like, nobody wants that. Don't do it. Yeah. Don't, yeah, just, just don't do it. Just wait and fart <laughs> in front in. of one of your loved ones. That's where you're yeah. really supposed to be yeah. farting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the most fun place to fart. Yeah. <laughs> under Under sheets. You just kind of just pull it up and it just gets black. Somebody gets blasted with it. That's the best fart to execute. It's better when it's a kid and not a wife, though. <laughs> Debatable. I don't. Yeah, that's how I feel. That's where I'll stand. <laughs> that's the hill Kyle will die on. Yeah. 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 Uh, I'd rather hit one of my boys with a sheet fart than with my wife, for sure. <laughs> All right. Well, Toolfan21, thank you for asking the hard-hitting questions. <laughs> don't, uh, don't be a stranger. <laughs> and don't be a stranger. Let's move it on now to Zachary Shelton, who asked the question. If each of you could captain a five-man Chargers dodgeball team, who would you have on your team? Current players only. I, I really appreciate capping it to current players only. It makes answering it way easier. <laughs> yeah. Right. It's 53 so guys when, as opposed yeah. to what thousands yeah when you players. open up the floodgates of charger history it, yes. i overthink it and i get paralyzed by thought <laughs> do you want to do so one hard. charger chat team or three five-man teams well he asks if each of us so how about we do it like this let's pretend that we're all captains you're picking okay. a line of chargers in okay. front of us oh no we all got to pick all right who okay. goes first? rochambeau for first pick then okay 
rock, rock one, paper, two, scissors, three, shoot. Of course. It's going to take forever. <laughs> go. No, go quick. Just that. do it quick. No. You ready? Rock, paper, one, two, two three, shoot. Got I'm Adam, out. you, Later. and then rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Kyle right. goes first. All right. First, Kyle second, goes first. Derwin James. Ooh, okay. Mm, I'll go Austin Eckler. Justin Herbert. Good pick. <laughs> uh, Keenan. Yeah. How did I had opportunity. Herbert? I panicked. See, I panicked and I just pulled my headphones out. I'm falling apart. Head, pets' heads wow. are falling off. So much for that romance. God damn it. All right. What was your second pick, Kyle? Keenan. Keenan. Okay. All right. I'll take Mike. I'll take. <laughs> take Dicker the kicker. Do it. <laughs> I like it. I will take uh, Drew Tranquil. Asante Samuel. Joey Bosa. Whoa. Whoa. Um, <laughs> that was quick. That was kind of scary. Yeah. Um, I'll go Xander Horvath. Ooh. Michael Davis. By the way, by the way, on Xander. Have you guys seen his off-season social media right now? <laughs> yeah. Oh, my Lord. That guy Arms is Arms as big as tree trunks. I think Coach might have Good called him God. and said, get ready for some power running game. Or, like, <laughs> get ready. You're about to get drug tested by the NFL. Because, <laughs> Good God. <laughs> you <look> too big. <laughs> all right. I went Mike, Mike Davis. Mike, Mike Davis. Davis. I'm going all speed. Oh, this is four, oh. right? We're at four. We're at yeah. four. Uh, has Asante been picked? Yep. Yep. Second round pick. <laughs> I hate you. I hate you. <laughs> uh, Jalen Guyton. Okay, back to me. Yeah. Yes. Um, Alohi Gilman. Shit. That was mine. Sorry, <laughs> <a dick. laughs> uh, JT Woods. Uh, JK Scott. <laughs> Punter. You got <laughs> Punter. <two kickers. laughs> this is not kickball, Adam. Uh, this is dodgeball. <laughs> It's my team. My, my team would destroy your team. Adam. Dude, my team is Joey so Bosa fast. We'll just all go after him and then you're done. Yeah. My team is so fast, guys. Like so fast. I got the entire secondary pretty much. <laughs> I don't know, dude. My and team Eckler. feels kind of unbeatable. I have Derwin, Keenan, Drew Tranquil, Xander Horvath, and Aloha Gilman. I have the ultimate competitor in Justin Herbert. You can knock all of my guys out. That just gives him more room to kick your ass. Do you mind? can't believe I blew it and didn't pick Justin. I'm so disappointed yeah, in myself. Pretty bad. Dude, you, we've seen Derwin James in dodgeball and he's, yeah, he's a beast. He's insane. Yeah, but he's got no footwear or foot foot placement. He's always walking out of bounds and they call him oh, out. Oh, that's just because it was a... Give him home court and he, he knows the situation. I'm just saying. Just telling you what I've seen. Just got to coach him up. All right. Zachary Shelton, thank you for asking the question. Perfect offseason question. Perfect. Perfect. Yeah, that was Perfect. Great. That was good. Moving on now to Boltopia. Who asked a question? Certified Fresh. Let's play voice roulette. Please have Wooldog pick a different voice for each paragraph. Long time listener, first time caller, hashtag certified fresh. Hello there. <laughs> to introduce myself, I'm Boltopia, a huge Chargers fan from San Diego since 2001. We are headed to the promised land. Keep the faith. It's going to happen. We are headed to Boltopia. 
First off, I just want to say that I love you guys. Uh, you are seriously my favorite Chargers podcast, and I'm subscribed to all of them. A lot of the other podcasts are really great too, but the next best one is in a very distant second place. You guys are the heartbeat of our Chargers community, and I really appreciate what you guys do for our community. So please keep up the good work. I love Philip Rivers, <laughs> baby! And towards the end of his time with the Chargers, I really wanted him to open up the team's first season in SoFi and have our new rookie quarterback, Justin Herbert, learn underneath Phil for one year. So what do you think Justin would have learned from Phil in that one imaginary season, baby? Okay, love you. Bye. Oh, the baby. It's the baby. Why hasn't anyone ever asked for that before? That was genius. Uh, you like saved up all the uh, best voices for that one. I did. One. I was that just was like, so good. I gotta save you said, at least You the went German. manual, dude. You just like kicked it into a new gear each time. That was awesome. <laughs> Do this right. for you, Boltopia. Holy shit. What a, what a way to come in on the podcast, Boltopia. Well done. <laughs> yes. Appreciate the kind of words, too. Not man. one really voice. Do. Just do them all. <laughs> do them all. Um, all right. So if Justin could have been underneath Phil for one year, what do you think Justin would have learned from Phil? San Diego is way better than L.A. <laughs> 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 Taking the ride with him a couple times down to his house. In the bus. <laughs> I think he'd learn how to talk shit a little more. A little <laughs> yeah, more that soft that's a shit good talk. point. Yeah, yeah. he would have because Phil was the is the king. Because I want of like crap talk. Because I know he's quiet, but I want to have he's like a couple moments a, a year little, where he yeah. says something cutting that's like like sophisticated shit talking. Like mm -hmm. I want that. I need that in my life. I think he's doing that. Not a lot. Not enough that the cameras are catching him because we still haven't. We he really doesn't haven't in, seen. He doesn't locker room. I want it mic'd up. I want it on the field. Him That's talking to saying. an opponent. We haven't seen Justin Herbert mic'd up at a game yet. He doesn't allow it. He doesn't do it. He won't do it. Oh, do you think so? Does uh, he hundred percent? Hundred percent. They won't. He won't do it. Interesting. He hasn't. He hasn't come out and said like I'm not doing mic'd up. But I know for obviously they want him to. He just right. Yeah, he's not doing it. When they start paying him fifty million a year, maybe that's in the contract. One mic'd up per year. <laughs> you got to give <laughs> us one mic'd up, Justin. <laughs> we'll give you that fifty. We're giving you money. Give us one mic'd up. <laughs> and we got Macho Man too. That was good. We got all the voices. Oh in. yeah. <laughs> um. Wow. How to make babies? He would have answered. Say, he would have answered the, the other question. The that first question. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The wonders of a vasectomy. Yeah. yeah. Um, wow. <laughs> yeah, the trash talking would be something would be he could have learned yeah. and, and learned that like, banter with with teammates. Yeah. You know, like how to how to handle an NFL locker room, be a leader with with all the guys. Yeah, yeah. totally. All right, Boltopia. Thank you for asking the question. Welcome. What and a, welcome. What yes. That's a, quite the entrance. Quite, quite the entrance. Quite walk and here comes the exit. We go out of Ask Bolt Fam with Boltville 714, who asked the question. Croiky, how you doing, mates? Is it officially the off season? F*** me dead, mate. <laughs> no more thunder from down under for a while. Guess it's time to put me giant lizard back in me budgie smugglers. <laughs> yeah, nah. I'm, uh... I'm just glad I have you blokes to listen to while I drink with the foys. <laughs> Anyways, enough 
faffing around. I got a question for you blokes. If you three had to team up and fight an elephant soy chicken or 12 chicken soy silverback gorillas, which would you choose? No weapons, and yes, of course, a victory guarantees a Chargers Super Bowl win. Can't love your boy. Uh, first thing comes to mind, chickens. What would you rather see? Uh, <laughs> uh, dude, chickens are basically dinosaurs. So imagine like a full-blown dinosaur. They're kind of scary while, while they're small. Yeah, right. I don't want to f- yeah. with a giant chicken. No way. Yeah, yeah. I don't even want to mess with a regular chicken. No. So an so, elephant-sized chicken or no. 12 chicken-sized silverback gorillas. <laughs> Those would be <laughs> funny. <laughs> Those would be hilarious. There's a lot of boots, a lot of kicking. Can you imagine? And I don't like, know, man. That might be pretty uh, terrifying. They start charging you. Kick them. They're like, bum, 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 bum. And yeah, you just punt them. I would take the I love the, gr- the, I love the idea of a, sure. a, a, <laughs> them being little and not knowing they're little and still having the confidence. <laughs> yeah, they still, they're still King Kong, I'm coming, bitch. I'm just going to punt them. <laughs> just going to steel toed Zodiac work boot, boot to the face on you, oh, buddy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah no, a, an elephant sized chicken sounds terrifying oh that's a dinosaur i'm not f-ing around with dinosaurs i cannot i cannot promise we will secure a super bowl win if we fight a giant chicken no i like our chances with the gorilla chickens yeah and it's and that's the thing too is it's all three of us yeah, yeah. so as long as we each take down four <laughs> small gorillas <laughs> good math dude <laughs> if my math serves me right avengers symbol that's good eating right there. <laughs> yeah, we can grill Gorilla them up. nuggets. <laughs> Gorilla nuggets, yeah. Oh, shit. Uh, All right. Yeah. All right. Well, there you go. <laughs> Boltville 714. I don't think we have to argue about that one. I think we've got it We're down. on the same page. Yeah. Yeah. Send us 12 chicken-sized <laughs> silverback gorillas. That would be so cute. Just the and confidence. So cute. Just yeah. the little man confidence. Yeah. I love it. And if there is an artist out there that would like to draw what it might look like, oh, please, I would love to see it. And what, yeah. if, if, if you put three, what, what, with our face on them, please. Come I'll on. put it on a t-shirt oh, for yeah. sure. It'll yeah. happen. Just saying. I would love to <laughs> see that. For a piece. Easy. Yeah. Money. All right. Boltville 714. Thank you for asking the question. And thank you, everybody, for asking all of these awesome off-season questions and Ask Bolt Fam. We really appreciate it. And uh, I think that's going to do it for us here at China at Charger at, at Charger Chat. That's all. Folks. Any final thoughts, there, gentlemen? <laughs> Thanks for making it back, Kyle. I know it's hard, but appreciate you, bro. Yeah. It's always more Thanks fun. For, here. Thanks for hanging with me while I my brain warmed up to what we were doing here. On the <laughs> no, you were hey, on Kevin fire. Kevin wanted to again. throw you to the wolves. That was a tough start. How would you explain to your kid sex? Welcome oh, yeah. to the let's, podcast. Let's talk this out, Kyle, in front of all these people. <laughs> <laughs> Let me pose this to you, Kyle. Let's go deeper. <laughs> like I don't, I don't know, dude. I, don't I know. love it. All right. Well, that's gonna do it for us, folks. Don't forget to bolt up because we're ready for any squad, any place. Okay, love you, bye. Okay, love you, bye. Ken loves you, bye. And now a word from our sponsors. When you need the weather and you need it now, look no further than your local Charger Chat news program. See, that's the beauty of the Douglas 9000. If you need to prepare for a brisket front or if there's a chance of Hawaiian ice hail, we're the ones that are going to give you that information when you need it. 
other new stations update every five minutes or so? I mean, what good is that going to do you when there's a protein shake storm coming through and you only have minutes to prepare? There's nothing more accurate or quicker than the Dougler 9000. Charger Chat Weather with Coach, Huggin, and Wooldog, here for you when you need it most. Swimsuit? Check. Sunscreen? Check. Phone charger? Check. Don't forget to pack the 5-Hour Energy. It fits great in a pocket or carry-on, and the alert feeling will help you arrive ready for anything. Now get 20% off when you use code 5HETRAVEL at 5HourEnergy.com. Expires April 30th. One-time use only. Not valid with other discounts. Remember, visit 5HourEnergy.com and use code 5HETRAVEL to save 20%. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.